Hey, welcome to episode 761 of today's Antidote. We are going to have our discoveries of the week, my favorite episode. Yes, bell ringer, Friday discoveries of the week. We're talking about the checkpoints on your pathway to success. And today we're going to talk about some great discoveries Tom and I had over this week of really interesting discussions. We covered a lot of ground. Maybe you caught some of those. Think about what you discovered this week and see if it matches what we share coming up today on today's Antidote. Stay tuned for today's Antidote, brought to you by the Renegade Success Network. Today's Antidote features a healthy dose of thought-provoking insights and information for business owners, entrepreneurs, leaders, and nonprofit professionals. Each day since March of 2020, this program has offered that one thing, to help you continue on your own unique pathway to success. And now, Renegades, we bring you Bob Graham and Tom Brush. Dang it! Dang it! <laughs> <laughs> I fell into a trap. I was doing so well. Don't judge it. Just take it as a learning experience. And here's my tip. It would be my tip for you. So for those, so here's people- the thing. For the people who weren't paying close attention, the flaw that comes up with today's antidote as the name of your program is, if you say today on today's antidote, it sounds really weird. And every now and then I fall into the trap and I've fallen into the trap. It's been about a month and a half, I think. So I'm getting better. And I've learned my lesson. There will never, ever be another program I do that has today in the name, unless it's on NBC at 7 a.m. Eastern time. Really? So if CBS came to you and said, hey, we're going to do a show called Today's Lesson. <laughs> I don't think they use today in their title. <laughs> I think they use this morning intentionally to avoid today. Can I give you a tip? Sure, Tom, go ahead. I know you love to say the episode at the start. One of the things that helps me avoid that. Ooh is I say on episode 761 of today's antidote. But you want to know why I do it at the start? So you remember it? Yep. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So then rather than saying today's on today's episode of today's. On this episode of. This episode of today's antidote. All right. So there you go, folks. That's how coaching works. Simple situation, offer uh, offer uh, possibilities, and then let the person embrace it. And I'm not kidding. That literally is how coaching works. That's what Tom does with people. That's what I do with people all the time. I don't tell them what to do. Tom doesn't tell them what to do. Suggest sometimes. Suggest, but not in the way that you, you know, I've never said to a person when they're like, I'm not going to do that. Oh, how dare you? I'm leaving. You, you, You can no longer be coached by me. Quite the opposite. Yes. And I think that's one of the things people think, two myths about coaching that I hear. One is, I'm going to work with you and you're going to tell me exactly what to do. And the other myth is, I'm going to work with you and if I don't follow what you do, you're not going to work with me. Mm-hmm. And I think those are two, I hear them a lot and I, I've talked to people at parties about coaching and I'm like, oh, I wouldn't want a coach for my business because I don't want someone to tell me what to do. And then the other person will be like, oh, I'd love someone to tell me what to do. Because then if it was wrong, it wouldn't be my fault. Ah, uh, yes, the judgment game. Yes. And it's funny. The One of the cute things about this uh, setup cute. that we have. 
interesting things about one of the what setup StreamYard and the way that we do this. Oh, is, okay. So while the intro is playing, we can see each other down in this yes. little sort of like here's what the camera is still viewing. And Bob was going through all sorts of gyrations and actions. A little bit like this, beating my head with uh, my iPad. Uh... He was doing a lot of judging at the moment about the introduction that he had done. But it was also to get you a laugh because I could see that you were watching. <laughs> yeah, I just it's just more insight into what is real for Bob Graham. I think Always. what you saw is what goes on in my head being expressed openly. <laughs> yes, fair enough. All right, everybody. Good morning and welcome to today's Antidote, our daily broadcast and podcast where each week we have a conversation around the topic. All month we've been talking about your pathway and a lot of the things about helping you get started with that pathway this month. Some really great conversations, so I would encourage you to go back and listen throughout the week as we've talked about your pathway preparation the destination, a desired route. And all week we've been talking about the checkpoints along the way and the value of setting them up now. Well, an early entrance of Sam Hunt today. He Bob's likes cat, your voice. If you are on the podcast and you don't know, Bob's cat occasionally shows up when this podcast happens. And so oh. Bob now has sharing a picture of his cat. And if you haven't seen his cat because you're on the podcast, go to his LinkedIn profile. He has plenty of images of his cat doing all sorts of different things that he finds a way to turn them into anecdotes around business. Interesting. Um, Thank you. Very kind words. Appreciate the plug. Absolutely. Uh, Tom, we should point out early on, I should have done it sooner. We are recording this episode because your son Keegan is getting married tomorrow, Saturday. Congratulations. Uh, One leaving the nest for good. Two more to go, right? Can you hear all that noise? Yes. What's going on with Sam Hunt? Uh, oh, shoot. He got... Oh, he hit the mute button. Funny, funny. How many times the cat... The cat has figured out when he's heard too much of Bob. Now he's got the camera. Now he's gone. Uh, so I will just keep talking in our intro while Bob works on getting reconnected and getting his setup. That's what happens when you introduce a cat to the show. Chaos ensues. Now, <laughs> if you're listening to the podcast, I have no idea what's going on. Bob is his so whole see this setup. thing? Yes, sort of. Okay, he got himself into one of these and could not get himself out and was moving around the floor with it, trying to get out. And for those on the podcast, this is a tripod, a light stand tripod. And it was sitting on my desk. And for whatever reason, cats like to play. Kittens like to play. And he just got himself in and couldn't get himself out and just started scrambling around and jumped down with it. And Yeah. You might have to build a studio booth in the bunker there for your stuff. That, that would be <laughs> Yes. Anyhow. Sorry about the, the distraction. I'm back now. And he's gone. He's I won't see him for at least 10 minutes. Okay. So uh, back to our introduction, we are having conversation around the topic. And this day, Bob's favorite day of the week is our discoveries of the week. So we will go through what we have learned. What are some of our takeaways from 
this week's conversation about checkpoints. And if you have a discovery of the week that you would like to share, please feel free to put it in the comments because we know it'll be add value to our show and might be exactly what someone out there is desperately seeking for as they try to work through the challenges, obstacles, and lack of confidence around the pathway that they have chosen. Before though, we dive into that conversation. Got the right camera back. Wow, having all sorts of technical stuff over it. Um, before we dive into that conversation, though, each morning we do our celebrations. So, Bob, what are you celebrating today? I'm going to celebrate the fun that my cat, Sam Hunt, brings to me because every day is a different experience with a cat. You know, he's about six months old, and I've had him since he was about eight weeks old, and we have gone through various stages of um, development. As, and as someone who never had children, I now understand parents who don't get full nights of sleep in a way I didn't before. I could be uh, somewhat sympathetic, but now I'm empathetic, having lived it myself. And still it's different. It is It is different, yes. yes. He I probably guess. doesn't wake you up every two hours. We had a couple of weeks where that was oh. the case. All right, so you're yeah. getting some understanding. And he likes to get up around 4.30. Okay. Regard and even with the time change, he got up at 4.30. I don't know how he knew the hour change. I guess cats have some sort of device that gets them on track. Maybe you need to pause in a checkpoint and try to figure out, like, what are the takeaways from that? And how do you leverage that moving forward? Well, uh, someone would say to me that I just am too good to my cat and that he controls my life. Oh, that could be. <laughs> which, which, possible. I, I would imagine, I think probably like with kids, you have stages of where you're at. Like, the first stage is you're so in love with this kitty. Isn't it great that you have this kitty in your life and it's a part of you and that lasts a while? And then not, there's not like, that long when they wake you up every two hours. And then there's like the chaos that they bring. And, and okay. Then there's the stage of why did I get this kitten? What was I thinking? And eventually you get to the stage of it just is what it is. I, I also went through a stage where it was a tax write off. You know, I've had several people because, as you pointed out, I used my cat in some marketing and I've had several people say, well, you can totally deduct vet bills and and all that. I'm not sure I believe that. And I should point out neither Tom nor I are tax professionals, lawyers, doctors, or psychiatrists. So anything we say that might de move into those ranges, please take it as uh, outside of perspective, not actual advice. Fair enough. There. Good celebration, Sam Hunt. There you go. So my celebration you? today. So my celebration. I wonder what it's going to be. Hmm. I think it's going to be different than what you think. Okay, go ahead. So my celebration is that today, many days, I've stood in front of a room and given presentations. I've led discussions. I've been a speaker. I'm more than I could ever count. Today might be the, I'll be able to do the presentation that will be, and I'm going to, a judgment here. Not only my favorite, the best one of all. So far. So far. Yes. And <laughs> trust me so far. <laughs> okay. Um, and there's, there's, I can only think of maybe two or three other, two others that might top that. That's exactly what I was going to say. Uh, anyhow, up to this point, it will be my favorite of all presentations where I get to stand up. And even though I'm the father of the groom, they've offered me the opportunity to do a little toast uh, at the 
rehearsal dinner. Do you know what you're going to say, or is this going to be uh, on the in the moment? No, I haven't written it down, but I I, I have a pathway that I'm excited okay. about. Okay, that I think will tie a lot of things together. Which is could could you ask your wife Liz to record that? For... I was going to do that. Okay, I think some of us would like to hear it. Maybe you might. Maybe you could. Would you post it in the Ring Around Engage Facebook group for all of us to share? I might. Okay. I might. I, um, I, I think I'll just be, you know, for people who get in that position, that can be awkward. I also think it's a nice celebration. And we we often talk about elevator pitches and our three-minute pitch and our sales pitch and our phone call pitch. This is a different kind of speaking, but in many ways very similar. Yeah. Got to hold the audience's attention. Got to be uh, relevant. Got to be engaging. Yeah. And we'll see if I get all the way through it. Think you might cry? I don't know. I don't think so. Maybe. Okay. Only okay. because some of the circumstances surrounding it. Because it sort of involves something that my mom did for us that I've shared on the show before. And how that has played a role in my life for a long time and how it ties into... You just have to wait to see. I'm not going to give this I one. I say, I have no idea what you're talking about. And I've been to most of these shows. You so. can think about a poem. You, it, that's a little tip. Anyhow. Oh. So that's my celebration. Okay. Then I'm excited about giving this uh, toast to my nice. son and nice. his, at that point, will still be his future bride. Will Liz stand next to you as you do this? Well, it's going to be hard for her to stand next to me if she's recording it. Well, there, I'm assuming there are, what, 20-some-odd people, at least, at this rehearsal dinner. I think you could hang your phone to someone and ask them to record it. That's probably what I'll do. I, I can think of a couple of people who could do that. So, You know, for the guy who's never given away a child, because I have no children to give away, I feel like I'm offering a lot of really good advice here on this. I'm giving some advice. <laughs> I'm not going to judge whether it's good or not. It's just advice. Feedback. Okay. Fair. How about that? All right. That's good. I appreciate that you are offering it and I find value in it and it has an impact on what's real for me. I'm just not going to judge it as I don't think that's fair. Uh, I see how it cuts both ways. You think I'm not committed to this language and the things I talk about. No, no. I'm sure there's someone going, he should be committed for it. Well, that's probably as well. Okay. Let's move on. As much as that was enjoyable, time to move on. Okay. So, Bob, as we talked this week about your pathway and the checkpoints along that pathway, what were your what's your discovery of the week or some of the discoveries? I think the biggest discovery I had over the course of the week was that we are constantly evaluating at checkpoints if we choose. We have so many checkpoints that we can evaluate things at. Look at where where we are and are we going towards what we intended or do we want to change it or do we need to shift things? We have so many of those checkpoints. And I think so often I think of things as from A to B. Like I think I gave the example yesterday about uh, going to date night that I go from work to date night and I was having trouble because the time was very close and I was bringing work to date night and that wasn't fair date night. And so I built an hour in to make a shift in my mindset. 
And I think that's the thing that I had never thought about that. I was just like, okay, I'm going to work. I'm going to go to date night. When I started to think about it, it's like, okay, there are a couple things I can do in preparation for that earlier in the day that set that up to be a better experience, including texting Jen and saying, hey, I'm looking forward to tonight, which was something I wasn't doing and something I'm still not really good about. But it helps set the stage for it. Did you hear what you're saying? You just said? I, I could be more consistent with it. Can we, Keep going. Sorry. And, and, the, Sorry. and the other thing, if I'm being really honest, is uh, I was married for some time and we didn't have date nights. And I think it contributed to some of the issues. And so that's a separate checkpoint. You know, like, oh, I was in a relationship that didn't work the way I was anticipating it. I need to course correct. I need to shift things. And I think that sometimes we don't think of that as a checkpoint, but it's like, okay, I've got all that knowledge. I've got all that experience and that perspective that I developed over all those years. I really should try to apply that to the current situation because I didn't like the outcome of that. Wasn't really planning to get divorced. So presumably in this next relationship, I'd like it to work differently. And I think it's the same in business, right? You have a partnership with someone it falls apart. And if you're going to partner with someone else, you have the option to go, well, I'm going to be the same as I always was. And there are people that do that. Mm-hmm. Sure. Or there are the people that say, wow, what, what worked there? What, hmm, how can I maybe use that knowledge, experience, and perspective to apply to this situation? And I think ultimately wisdom and success are a result of the people that take the knowledge, experience, and perspective that they've developed over their life and apply it to the latest situation and then do it again and again and again. I like that. That's interesting. Uh, um, Didn't think I was going there, did you? <laughs> I, I'm honestly, I, I, I try not to imagine where you're going. It's one of the things I like about usually going second when this starts is that it gets me a chance to like, oh, I wonder what Bob's going to say. Okay. All right. And, and I, and, and what I find, and I think it's because I, I actually spend the time listening to what you have to say. <laughs> that's that's one. <laughs> that, there are a whole bunch of people going, oh, I don't listen to him at all. I wait till Tom talks. <laughs> that spurs thoughts in my head, you know, and I would, you know, and I just think that that's an interesting thing is that some of them I, I had coming in and some of them I'm like, hmm, that's an interesting, you know, you're saying something, whatever it might be spurs me to think about that or spurs me to think about something different and how do those things line up? So it brings you new knowledge, experience, and perspectives that you can apply to that current situation. And in and of itself, that's another checkpoint. Certainly. And I think think that's the thing. That's the other thing I would say is there are a million checkpoints in a day if we choose to use them that way. Yes. And sometimes I think we gain some of that knowledge, experience and perspective without intentionally Mm -hmm. considering it a checkpoint. It is a checkpoint because you've given it thought like, okay, how could that have gone differently? Um, And I think that, you know, in thinking about that was a when when you mentioned that yesterday about we have and you actually said takeaways that there's 
millions of opportunities for takeaways. And I said, yeah, there's millions of opportunities to have checkpoints. It got me thinking about the value. And it also got me thinking about the challenge that that creates. Is this an over, could be an overwhelm of information for people. And I think one of the things that gets leaders stuck is almost like too much data, too much information where they don't know what to do with all of it. And, and I think sometimes if we, you know, if I, if, cause I like to use the driving analogy, if I pulled over and stopped and spent really a lot of time about thinking all the things I could have done differently, um, I could be stuck at that checkpoint for a long time and just keep thinking like, oh yeah. And, and that brings up this, and this brings up another thing and it brings up another thing and another thing. And I think that fire hose just gets overwhelming. And I think that at some point we need to consider how much do we take away from each checkpoint and how much value can we gain? Because there's a ton that can be gained. And I think oftentimes that ton that can be gained is almost like too much. It's like if we get too much knowledge, we're like, oh, my gosh, how's that? Or if our perspective is dramatically changed based on some takeaway it can be overwhelmed. It's almost like our systems aren't ready to handle all of that. And, and so, you know, one of my discoveries in thinking through that is how do we just really try to think about one or two things? You know, it reminds me that, you know, one of the things that my wife Liz taught me when helping officials, because we officiate girls and women's lacrosse, and she's been doing it a lot longer, that if you do a checkpoint after a game, and you ask somebody to give you feedback. And if I roll out 10 things for you to think about or consider, you're gonna walk out on the next time you do a game and you're gonna be like trying to go through all the 10 and how do I, oh, they might need to do that. And you're gonna be so focused on the, the takeaways you're trying to incorporate, the new knowledge experience and perspective you're trying to incorporate that you're gonna miss the opportunity to do the things that you are actually on the field there to do. And I think it's the same that's true, like if we get you know, you can ask for feedback from your team on a meeting, on a program that you've done, and it can be overwhelming when you get it all. And I think those the, that overwhelming causes us to just be even more uncertain, less confident, and feeling like, well, I, I got to throw this all out and I got to start all over again. And I think sometimes that's an overreaction to the, the opportunity we have to just do a checkpoint and check in. It's kind of like a, why I like the word pause for a checkpoint. It's like it's not where it's not a, it's not full stop and let's dive into everything we could. It's hmm. As I'm going through and continuing after this action, what what might I have done differently and how how can I incorporate one of those things into what's real for me the next time? That makes it's, it's a comma, not a period, huh? For us grammar so. folks. I, yeah, think so. I like that. I like that idea. I mean, it could be a period and there may be a reason that it needs to be a period. And I would say that most of the time it probably um, would be most valuable if it's a comma so that it is not a, and I think maybe that's another discovery that you just said is I think there's a difference between a checkpoint. That's a comma. It's a pause and let me consider. And it's not slowing me down and I'm not getting overwhelmed. And it's a period where, okay, this is a good time that I need to take a look at it. 
and really sort of measure where, where we're at and then think about how does that impact us going forward? And I think those are ones that are probably more scheduled, more regular. And as we talked about earlier in the week, you know, one of the benefits of scheduling those is it takes a lot of the emotion out of the checkpoint. It's like, okay, it's not in the moment. It's something that we planned long ago. We don't even know why we picked that date, except it seemed like a good date and we were available and said, this is when we're going to check. Great. Now we period stop and, and really do a deeper dive where on the, a normal basis, I think that comma pause is, is a value and it doesn't get us feeling like, oh my gosh, in the moment I got to make this huge decision. I need, you know, every minute of every day I take an action and then I need a period stop checkpoint and spend a ton of time measuring in that way. Yeah, I like that. You know, I think of the, if you're looking for a comma example, I think what Tom did in coaching me at the beginning of the program with the tip on how to do the introduction would be a comma. It's quick, boom, here it is, and we move on. Versus, Bob, we really need to talk about how you do the introductions. Let's schedule a two-hour meeting. And we're going to look at the last 761 episodes one by one and evaluate your introductions versus mine. That's a period stop. We're going to – and both both have a place. Don't get Absolutely. me wrong. There's, there's a time and place for all of that. But knowing which one fits – and that's what we're going to talk about next month, right? Some of those topics. Yes, we certainly are. Exactly. Nice segue. Okay. Congratulations on that segue. I want to celebrate that with you. There you go. Hey, after that bad introduction, I'm trying to make the ending better. Hit the judgment bell. Bad. bad. Just an introduction, dude. Take it to that. It You... It, I, I would actually encourage you to think about eliminating those words, those adjectives. I'm, I'm thinking it about it, but it's going to be a hard, it's going to be hard. Sometimes the most valuable things we do are really hard. It has yeah. dramatically changed, dramatically changed just the way I look at things. Well, it's self-talk, right? You know what it actually is? is it's, it's almost, it's, it was self-talk. And it's now become just a part of who and what I am. Like, I don't even think about it that much, you know, as I'm going through. And sometimes I have to catch myself and I just catch myself like that and say, oh, yeah, that was a judgment. Sounds like a really good live in the Ring of Renegades Facebook group one of these days. And folks, if you haven't joined the Ring of Renegades Facebook group, you need to go there. It's free. I'm telling you all kinds of great stuff like that there. Tom giving his views of the world, me giving my views. We're talking about business situations, leadership situations, all kinds of things that come up in your day. And it's really, I think it's really great stuff. And I'm not saying that because I'm a, a person who contributes it. I just like watching your stuff in there. It helps me to look at things in different ways. Well, you understand your own knowledge, experience, and perspective. When I okay. share mine you have a chance to have yours be impacted. And I think that's the value, you know, there's so often people feel like, well, I don't want to share this. This doesn't, not going to impact anyone like, or it doesn't have much value. Yeah. Cause it's something that other people don't have and they don't have it in the way that you have it. That's why we always encourage people to share, whether it's a comment on this or it's going into the ring of renegades and sharing that information. Cause that's going to have an impact on someone. And we might not know it for a long time or ever.
All right, everyone. Thanks so much for being with us this week for another great week of today's antidote. Uh, we look forward to our conversation on Monday. And we look forward to seeing you inside the Ring of Renegades. And so uh, we look forward to seeing you there. If you are not able to join us there, we don't see you. We look forward. How many times did I say look forward there? Hmm. A little checkpoint. To seeing you Monday morning, 7 a.m. Eastern time for our next episode of today's antidote. Go out and make it a great day, everyone. Hey, Tom, enjoy this weekend with your son. Good luck with your toast. And folks, embrace the renegading you. It's so worth it. It is worth it. All right, everybody. We'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to today's antidote, powered by the Renegade Success Network. The Renegade Success Network helps you confidently create your own unique pathway to success. To learn more about the Renegade Success Network and how you can take your next step, follow us on Twitter, connect on LinkedIn, or join the Ring of Renegades Facebook group. For full details on how you can join our community, go to renegadesuccessnetwork.com. Embrace the renegade in you.